the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Our uh, thanks to J.R. Davis for stopping by and uh, talking to us about, uh, we spent some time today talking about how uh, going out and getting these gun manufacturers and coming here to Arkansas now has added in 272 jobs over a couple of years. And that was good news. Uh, The waivers are still going to get here. It's just, uh, it's Washington, D.C., and it takes time. And then we talked about uh, all of the immigration uh, reform uh, discussions that go- are going on in Washington, D.C., and what uh, what that means to uh, Arkansas. Joining us from Washington, D.C., is our senior senator, John Bozeman. And, uh, Senator, it's good to have you with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. How you doing? Well, thank you, Dave. The only thing that would be better is if I was in the studio with you. Well, maybe not today. The studio's all torn apart right now. The next time that, that right? yep, the next time you join me, we'll be uh-huh. live on Facebook Live and we'll be live on ninety six five FM the answer dot com. Uh they're putting in high quality cameras as we speak and getting ready so that we can broadcast just like television out of this Very studio. Good. But Senator, you'll have to you'll have to dress up. This yeah, is Val. Sounds like <laughs> it. I, I won't get to slouch in the chair anymore and Around, so, well, you, yeah. you're not going to, we cannot allow you to wear your Bermuda shorts anymore <laughs> when you come here in the studio. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get down to business. So there's a lot of business going on up there in, uh, uh, in Washington, DC. First of all, let me, I'm going to make a prediction to you and I want you to file it away someplace and then we okay. can pull it out after, uh, the election coming up in November. I predict that you guys will pick up at least four seats in the Senate and that you will hold power in the House. Well, that's, you know, I, I, I'm glad that you're thinking that way, and certainly that would be welcome, you know, welcome news. We are in a good situation in the Senate with uh, so many Democrats running in areas that the president carried so handily. And to be honest, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, they're voting against uh, things like the big tax cut program and, uh, this and that, and I think uh, that that is going to hurt them uh, when they go home and uh, and uh, try and get the votes in November. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to have a really hard time. Did you see Manchin just announced that he would seek re-election uh, today's Thursday, Tuesday? He told Schumer he would. He said, "I'll seek re-election," but he says, and these are his words, not mine. This place sucks. He says, "You guys keep doing what you're doing." And we'll be in the minority for the rest of time. Yeah, and that's, you know, certainly uh, him in a state like West Virginia, which is very much like Arkansas, uh, the the things that uh, Senator Schumer is coming forward with are certainly not very popular. Mm-mm. And, you know, he can push back a little bit. But the reality is, is that, uh, you know, he's forced to uh, to be part of that system and is not a very happy camper. Senator, do you take exception to Schumer when he gets into the well of the Senate and makes statements about how, uh, you know, corporations are just cutting some cheap uh, $1,000 uh, bonuses and 
hardly giving the working man any additional money uh, per hour and things of that nature, acting as if you get an extra an extra two two fifty three hundred a month is is chicken feed. It's not any kind of money at all. Where if you're at all close to the middle class, you know that that's sure. welcome money. You know, middle class. You know, certainly a, a single mom. You know, working hard, probably working two jobs. You know, to try and make ends meet. Uh, that's real money and uh, makes a real difference. Periodically, I open the the Senate, you know, or in the chair when uh, uh, he's speaking, and you know, you sit there and you think this truly is just a pure propaganda machine, uh, and, and you know, the the things that he says and this and that, uh, it's just it's just pure propaganda pushing the party line uh, that uh, the president's terrible, the economy's terrible, you know, uh, America is is going to heck. And uh, and yet, uh, you know, just basing it on whatever they can come up with. So uh, it's not a good situation. Yeah, I'm, and I was hoping there were other things that we might be able to get done this year. Not we. I'm, when I say we, as a collective, uh, you all are 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 fighting the battle on the ground up there in in D.C. So what are you seeing going on about immigration reform? It looks like the president made the statement that he may be open. Uh, for the DACA uh, dreamers to, you know, for the dreamers to go and, and find a way to citizenship. Now he, he made a statement for that it might take seven to 10 years, which personally, I think that's about the right thing that should happen as far as that's con- concerned, but that they need to connect the wall to that. And we need to break chain uh, immigration as well. No, you're exactly right. And, and the DACA situation is a very special situation. And you do have a group of young people that uh, uh, they didn't come. Their parents brought them. On the other hand, if you don't do border security, if you don't secure the border, then that's going to become the future path to citizenship, uh, you know, if you actually do DACA. And so we'll have, you know, many, many people showing up on the border in, in droves uh, trying to get into our country uh, because they know that we are a generous nation. And 10 years from now, we'd be back in the same situation right now. So you have to secure the border. And, and I think the you know, certainly the, the president is very strong on that, uh, ran on it and is not backing off now at all. The chain migration, the ability to bring in extended families. So you have a, a DACA recipient that comes in and, and they didn't, you know, they're in a situation where they didn't come willingly. They were brought in, but their parents did. And so the ability for them to bring in extended family and then that group to bring in extended family, the numbers just rise dramatically. And it's simply not a, it's not a good issue in the sense that it's, it's certainly unfair and we don't need to do that. So I think you'll stay by the chain migration. The other thing, Dave, that you mentioned is the the uh, the visa lottery system. Yes. Where, you know, you're just drawing out, of, and, and rather than getting people that are going to come and be uh, constructive members of the, you know the country because we need them for various reasons, uh, just this grab bag makes no sense at all. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping that you're going to get a lot done, and it, I think if the president holds firm. What can Schumer do? I mean, they're already protesting in front of his house in New York. I would think that uh, he understands that the left wants something to get done. Would you agree? No, I agree totally. And, and you know, of course, the ones that are protesting are the, 
the uh, the DACA recipients themselves, and and when you visit with them, they, you know they don't care anything about whether or not the border is secure or these other things. They just, you know, they're very concerned about the situation that they find themselves in. Uh, with uh, I've seen uh, homecoming queens. I've seen people that were head of their class. Uh, all different uh, types of of young people that are in this situation, and they simply don't have a country. And so uh, they're very open, you know, to, to ending chain migration, these other things, if it takes, it gets, uh, gets themselves taken care of. So uh, I think we've actually got a fair chance of getting this done. Uh, it's going to take some compromise on the Democrats' part to get it done. But uh, as you point out, they really are under tremendous pressure right now. So when you talk to fellow senators that are from the other party, because, look, a lot of people don't understand this, but... Republicans have Democrat friends as well as Democrats have Republican friends, and you might disagree on policy, uh, but you're still friends. You got other things in common. Are are you finding Are you finding that some of them wish that Schumer would uh, would find some common ground? Uh, Very much so, in the sense they got themselves into a terrible situation, shutting down the government over immigration, and when you talk to people, you talk to people in Arkansas, you talk to people throughout the country, there's great sympathy for the DACA kids. But when you combine that, well, you know, should you shut down the the government, you know, and, and put the country at hostage over that, over DACA, then there's there's not much sympathy at all. And so that's that's the place they found themselves in. They knew it wasn't a good position. That's why they caved and, and reopened the government. Uh, so yeah, they're uh, they're in a situation now where I think the you know many rank and file Democrats are quite willing to uh, you know to come to an agreement, uh, realizing that that the things that we're asking for are really very reasonable things, and these are things again when you talk to to Americans throughout the country, things like ending chain migration when you explain it to people. Uh, you know, they they know that that doesn't make a lot of sense. They know that uh, the visa lottery system makes no sense at all in securing the border, uh, not only through fencing and and uh, you know things like that, but but through various security apparatus makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, let's let me move now to another topic with you, if I might, and that deals with uh, something that has been floating around the house. I know that I talked to uh, Congressman. Uh, Westerman last week, he said that he saw this, uh, notorious memo that is out there. And, uh, we've heard that, uh, uh, Congressman Hill has seen it as well. Uh, have you seen this memo that they've been talking about? I haven't seen it. This is a, you know, is a house driven situation. Uh, but I, I'm going to do my very best. And, and again, you know, I'm dealing with the shutdown and things. I'm going to do my very best to, to go over there next week and see if, if I don't know why, uh, you know, being in the Senate, why you couldn't view it, uh, do my best to actually see it next week. What, can you help us a little bit to understand, I don't know if you know the process or not, what, what has to happen for this to be released uh, to, the, well, to the, the American public? What I heard from Getz today was they were hoping within two weeks. Yeah, my and I have talked to a lot of my friends on the House uh, in regard to you know what's going on with it, and uh, it appears that this is something that's really not been done before. Uh, they're kind of charting 
new ground in the sense of asking uh, for this thing to be declassified with a particular uh, type of document that it is. And that's really the hang-up, you know, trying to uh, see if they can work with the administration where everybody's happy. Uh, evidently, there's some things in there that are quite sensitive, how you redact that, and yet still, you know, can, can get some meaning out of the document. Uh, and then just the process of, of uh, our various uh, uh, agencies that deal with these kind of things that they feel like they've been protected in the process. Because you're, you know, you're, you're also setting a precedent for the future. So they just want to make sure everything is done right. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, a report that came out today uh, is that Nunes' memo names Comey, McCabe, and Ross, uh, Ro- Rosenstein uh, in this and that these meetings and stuff actually were held and they were trying to find ways of, I, I guess, uh, causing problems uh, for the president of getting elected. And then after getting elected, being able to uh, put his transition team together and things of that nature. I mean, if it's that serious as a country, what, what are we going to have to do? I mean, there sounds to me, maybe there's a house cleaning that's going to have to be done. Well, and, and like I say, I think it is important to go through the right process to get this out. But but if those kind of things are in there, then it certainly needs to come out. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I, I really can't speak to the specifics that are in there. I do know Ron Johnson very, very well from Wisconsin. He's, a, he's an honorable person. Nobody works any harder in the Senate than he does. Uh, and he's a very reasonable person. And uh, he's quite concerned, you know, with, with not only with this document. And I think it's important, Dave, you know, you don't just take one thing, but you take and put all the different things together. Mm-hmm. And when you put it all together, there's lots of smoke there and enough smoke that, that uh, you know, you really do feel like there's some fire. So Ron's working hard on, on the uh, authorizing committee in the Senate. Richard Burr and the Intelligence Committee in the Senate is working hard on it also. Again, another guy that, that uh, you know, is, is very much trying to do the right thing and uh, uh, being an honest broker, both of these guys. But uh, I, think, uh, I think that Ron's very, very concerned about the preliminary stuff that they've uncovered in the, uh, in the Senate Oversight uh, Committee. Uh, was it, I, I guess guess is from Florida. He made the statement he thought when this becomes public, some people are going to go to jail. I mean, that was his exact words. Well, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what it leads to. But, uh, you know, certainly you want to – one of the great problems that we have right now, Dave, is, is nobody's got any faith in their institutions. I agree. And uh, that's that's a huge problem. It doesn't matter if it's, the you know, the Congress or – but, you know, you, you need to have faith in the in, – uh, uh, entities like the FBI, you know, that, that, that and, and don't get me wrong, regardless of how this comes out, the vast, vast majority of the people in the FBI are, are truly honorable people that work very, very hard to keep us safe. And when you look at the record, you know, have, have done a great job in doing that, you know, thwarting uh, the various potential terrorist attacks and things. We, we've been really fortunate since 9-11. So, but besides that, you know, if there are people that have acted inappropriately, which, you know, we, we just need to dig and find out there or in the CIA or wherever, uh, then, you know, the, the cards need to, it needs to fall where it falls. 
All right. Well, Senator, nation of laws. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, I've got four minutes with me. Let, with you, let me ask one last question. President State of the Union is coming up on Tuesday night. I'm sure you'll be sitting there listening to him. What are some things you hope that he addresses? Well, certainly the the immigration problem. Yeah, you know, he needs to address. There's lots of talk about uh, uh, transportation uh, initiatives. Uh, in other words, our infrastructure. What his plan is for that. Uh, somewhat how we're going to pay for it, you know, those kind of things. Uh, we need a little bit more specifics on a number of different areas. And, and then, uh, uh, again, talk about the good things that he's done, the fact that, uh, uh, you know, the economy is, is booming right now. We have a, a stock market, but the economy to match the stock market, uh, the tax cuts, which, uh, you know, are, are being greeted uh, in such great fashion, uh, the Supreme Court, Gorsuch being an outstanding judge that is going to do a tremendous job. And then all of the other uh, federal judges that, that we're uh, almost weekly you know, putting on the court uh, that really are going to make a huge difference for our country for the next, uh, for the next 30 years. The other thing, and, and you know, tax cuts, great, that's making a difference. I think the biggest difference in the economy right now is the regulatory atmosphere. Uh, we have business people that can invest now. They know what the rules are going to be for the next several years. They don't have to worry about every Friday some unfunded mandate coming down from the Department of uh, Labor or the EPA or whatever that's going to cost them a heck of a lot of money. And so because of that, uh, you know, we're in a situation where things are, are moving along. So I think he needs to talk about the good things he's 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 done and then also very importantly the good things that he wants to get done in the next year you know it's exciting that we're almost at twenty six thousand and a half, and uh, we passed twenty six thousand last week you think we can uh, get past twenty seven thousand faster than oh, we did twenty six thousand well of course you know as you get up and a thousand's not what it used to be it's not like you're going from a thousand to you know to two thousand right but but all of that is confidence. You know that's that's people investing in uh, in businesses, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the fact that they feel like that they're poised to you know continue to grow, continue to turn a profit. And the good news is when you when you talk to those those business people, and I do all day, every day, either here or in Arkansas, uh, you know they're very excited because they feel like the the underlining principles of their businesses are doing quite well. A consumer confidence is a you know is a high. The list just goes on and on. All right, Senator John Bozeman, we appreciate you, Senator, our senior senator from uh, Arkansas. When you see Senator Cotton, tell him we all said hi. I will for sure. And, and tell I, tell I, tell Sarah we said hi too. I will for sure, and uh, I look forward to being there. And I'll be sure and uh, dress appropriately for the cameras. <laughs> all right, thank you much, Senator. We appreciate you. Have thank a great you. afternoon. Bye bye now, Senator John Bozeman. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show, we appreciate the time. We'll be back. We got more to talk about. We got a special call coming in in the uh, next half hour. There's something that's going to be happening with uh, someone in education that they don't know it's going to happen yet. But we'll we'll talk to them right after it happens. That's all coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.